You're listening to Rama for Today. There are four major names that are given to the third member of the Trinity. Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Spirit of Christ, and the Comforter. Now, these terms simply call attention to certain functions and attributes which this person manifests on different occasions. Okay? The same as Jehovah Jireh. See, that's an attribute that he manifests on that occasion. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Ken Hagen on his teaching, The Person of the Holy Spirit, here on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. I'm going back a few years, to 1959, and I was assembled in a class, and a man walked out. We were in a big auditorium class because it was a huge class. He said, today we shall begin a study of pneumatology, and in this study we will intellectually and scientifically explore pneumatology and his attributes and what all is involved with him. That's a theological class. He simply told us that we were going to sit down and we were going to study the Holy Spirit and when it was all done, we would find out who he was and how he operated and all of that. That's all it was. But it's a bunch of big words. Thank God that we, that some of us, you know, have had the opportunity to study and we can throw the big words around and the $50 words and so forth and so on. But... You know, I had a friend of mine tell me that uh, they went to, well, some of my relatives said they went to a certain, it was a Pentecostal church, and they went to a certain church, and they said that they loved their preacher, but they needed to take a dictionary with them along with their Bible (laughs) to understand his sermon. But what we're trying to do is to get you to understand that we are going to endeavor to study about the Holy Spirit and learn some things about the Holy Spirit. Now, hundreds of years ago when they translated the King James Version, Holy Ghost was a most reverent term and was used. When you said Holy Ghost, it was very reverent. It was a term that was adequate for the day. The original word that it is being translated from simply actually is conveying the idea of wind or breath. And today, in our minds, the better word is spirit. Not just for us that are born again, but period. For people in general, in the, word, the better word is spirit. And uh, 
You know, it, it, it sounds better to us when we're talking about an invisible something. We deal with the term spirit. That's why it is very, very good for you in your studies and your personal reading to find a Bible that you, that, that, that you understand and can read better and understand it better. But then, in so doing, all, you know, check it against several different translations to make sure that they're carrying the proper thoughts and that they're not leaving out parts. Hello? Because we have so much in the, in the King James, and it's a beautiful poetic uh, prose-type language, and it reads, you know, very very fluently, and it reads good, but half the time we don't understand it. So actually, a better term for us, and we still refer to it because out of, of tradition and talking and growing up with these terms, and many of us have grown, I've grown, I grew up with the term Holy Ghost. And I'll catch myself still using the term Holy Ghost. Many times I try to stop myself and use Holy Spirit, but many times I will use the term Holy Ghost. How many of you do the same thing? Now, how many of you grew up using, using the term Holy Ghost? It, it's just a matter of a somatical play on words, but probably today for us the better term is Holy Spirit. If you want to use Holy Ghost, that's all right. Okay, but I just thought I'd throw that in because that was a little interesting. Now, there are four major names that are given to the third member of the Trinity. Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Spirit of Christ, and the Comforter. Now, these terms simply call attention to certain functions and attributes which this person manifests on different occasions. Okay? The same as Jehovah Jireh. See, that's an attribute that he manifests on that occasion. El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. That's an attribute that he demonstrated on that occasion. The same is true here with the names of Christ. The same is true with the names of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the, the Spirit in a number of scriptural passages. In 1 John 3, 24, And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the Spirit which he has given us. Then the Spirit searches all the things, yea, the deep things of God, 1 Corinthians 2, 10. Now we realize that, that it is used sometimes just Spirit. But the majority and most frequently in the Scripture, he is referred to as Holy Spirit. Now, there are many characteristics, and holy is one of the characteristics. But the Spirit is humble. 
also, but you never hear, hear him referred to as the humble spirit. But he is. He's humble. He also is not pushy, but you don't hear him call that either. He called the Holy Spirit. See, he will not push in unless he's invited. See, he is not, he is, he, he does not crash the party. The devil will crash the party. A lot of other spirits I know will crash the party. The Holy Spirit will not come in until the door is opened and he is given an invitation. Some people, you know, talk about, well, they, they talk about, well, the Holy Spirit I, made me. I can't do any different. I said, I want to tell you what, that wasn't the Holy Spirit because I've studied the Word of God and I find out the Holy Spirit never made anybody do anything that they didn't want to do. If, if a spirit gets a hold of you and making you do something, it's the wrong spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is gentle. He gently urges. He gently pushes. He gently tries to push you in the right direction, but he never makes you. Now, there's a reason that he doesn't make you do anything. Because God created you as a free moral agent. And for him to make you do something is breaking that covenant. And God will not break that covenant at this time. Now, when the covenant's done away with, that's a different thing. And that happens way on down there in the road somewhere, you know, when you get to Jesus coming again. And the dispensation of the Holy Spirit's over. Then you'll go into a different era. But right now, the Holy Spirit doesn't make anybody do anything. Now, I want you to notice that there's an emphasis on holy. Holy. Holiness. Now, immediately you say the word holiness... And people start thinking, dress, can't do this, don't wear jewelry, don't wear makeup, so forth and so on. Because that's what's been associated with holiness. And I'm going to tell you what, you can do all the do's that a church tells you to do, and you can, you know, Stay in line with all of the don'ts and still not be holy. Because holiness has nothing to do with an outward look. Well, all I got to do is take you right back to, to Jesus with the Pharisees. And there were no more holy-looking people walking the face of the earth than those self-righteous Pharisees. And Jesus said to them, You look good on the outside, 
but you're dead and stinking on the inside. That's modern day paraphrase and translation, but that's what he was talking about. Hello? Holiness doesn't have anything to do with how you look. Now let me come back, lest somebody go out of here with the wrong idea. When you understand the Holy Spirit and have the Holy Spirit living and dwelling in you, you will clean up the outside. And there are some things that you will not do because it's not holy to do them. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this week's subject. Our offer for this month is a two-DVD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Spirit-Filled Life. There are four DVDs in all. Some of the DVD titles are Five Facts About the Being Spirit-Filled and Characteristics of a Spirit-Filled Life and more. These two sets are normally priced for $53.90, but for this special offer, they're now $34.95. That's an $18.95 savings. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. September the 11th through the 14th, we're going to go to Raleigh, North Carolina. September the 11th through the 14th, as I said, Victory Church, Pastor Mitch and Susan Horton. Oh yeah, come on out and be with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.